welcome to another episode of the Bottom of the Stream Movie Show. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. Welcome back to the world famous Bottom of the Stream podcast. It's movie time. It is movie time. It's wild card movie time. Oh, yes. Robin had the week off this week, or last week. Dealer's choice. Dealer's choice. Ross Cook's choice. Ross Cook has picked this week's film. He is responsible for the content of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Nice disclaimer. <laughs> this week, we're watching a film called The Summit of the Gods. The Summit of the Gods was only released in November 2021. It's a very recent film. Oh, it's a little baby film. It is a very baby film. Uh, it's a 12A. It uh, runs at one hour and 35 minutes. It's currently rated at 7.5 out of 10 on IMDb and is a Netflix original. 7.5 is the highest we've been this season. Should, certainly. By quite a distance. Yeah. Thoughts? Happy? I can see why. Yes, me too. I agree. Because it's hard to make an animated film. Yeah. And it requires loads of talent. It does. <laughs> it's it's especially hard to make a, an animated film that is as beautiful as this one. It looks, looks am- wise. amazing. Looks wise, it's beautiful. It's all hand painted. Yeah. I find that incredible. Some of the scenes where they're just like act- shots of the mountains. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's just mountains. I know. But they weren't. Yeah. <laughs> so it looks, it's a beautiful looking film. If if we awarded points on beauty, it would definitely be top of the stream. Yeah, it's it's it is awe inspiring. Like yeah, you, you still have the tracking shots of like, fuck me, that's an actual mountain. Yeah, <laughs> but but it isn't. It's it's, it's all hand painted. It's incredible. When Ross picked this film, I asked him if there was a dub, and he said there was. Now there isn't. However, this film has an English cast and a French cast. Okay, it is not a dub. It is it has been reacted. That makes a lot of by sense. Both. Lang- in both languages uh, so uh, the the credits actually give you the each character two or three times because nice. it's been reacted i i don't know if reacted is the word, <laughs> is the term but that's what i'm calling it. i can completely understand that i started off watching this movie with the original soundtrack yeah. and the subtitles and i thought i got a couple of minutes in i was like do you know what i'm gonna switch because i had in my mind from uh when we watched tear along the dotted line yeah uh, back in the, um, but I had the same thing, hadn't I? Yeah, back in the the um, extending the rods days, and I'm glad I switched because I got more from the English actors, yeah, than just from the subtitles, yeah, because the subtitles were definitely more rudimentary, right? Okay, than it, both in terms of the content and the the um, the actual vocabulary, yeah. Uh, so it was a good choice to make, and that so yeah, it completely make completely makes sense. What I'm basically say. saying is, if if you like, if you don't like watching the dub, you don't have to worry about in the, that yeah. in this film. It you're is, not losing out. You're not you're not missing out. It is dubbed by it is revoiced by proper yeah. English actors. If you speak French, watch it in French. Speak English, watch the English. Absolutely, that would be my recommendation. Absolutely, there's no there's no need to watch the French and read the subtitles. Yeah, just there's no need to do that. Um, the French cast are Eric Herson Marsorel. He plays Habu Joji. And Damien Buelso, Buelso plays Fukumachi. They're the two French guys. The English well, English language guys, they're Americans, I assume, is Darren Barnett plays Fukumachi. And the amazingly named Rich Ting plays <laughs> Habu Joji. <laughs> That's brilliant. That's his name, Rich Ting. Yeah, absolutely. It's great. Now, this film was directed by a guy called Patrick Lambert. And it was written... There's five people got a writing credit on this film. Okay. Um, the two original manga authors are Hiro Taniguchi and Baku Yama, 
Yuma Makora. Yuma Makora. Uh, and then it was the film was written by Nagali Puzal, Patrick Lambert, Sean Charles Ostatorato. Ostatorato. That's what I'm going Are with. Are you stuck? Yep. <laughs> that is my facts on this I film. Ne- I thought your needle was stuck there. For can, a we, can next week, can we just have like John Smith in a film? So I feel like I've done a lot of pronunciations lately. Do you have one word review, Nick? Uh, Rocky. <laughs> yeah, there's some rocks in it. It's Good. Up a, we're up a mountain. And a few rocky moments and, as well. Well, yeah, there is that. Where does this film start? The mountains. It does. Where would you, would you credit it? Uh, we've got, uh, we start off straight away with these vast sweeping yeah. visuals. So on, the credits are, credits are rolling over the top of... Men are climbing. They are indeed. Men are taking photos. It's like, you know it's ye oldie times. Yeah. Because they're not exactly wearing like um, trespass jackets or anything <laughs> like that. Other jackets are available. True. Craghoppers. Um, <laughs> and... They're taking photos, but the camera being used is also a ye olde camera. Dated. And then the weather becomes weather. <laughs> Good shout, it does. Yeah, and then but all our main character is a guy called Fukumachi. He's doing like a voiceover over the top of this as he well. Is. So he's explaining how dangerous the mountain is. Sure. And what these guys put themselves through to get up there. We're getting a bit of history on... Who's going up there? Why they're going up there? He's a photographer and he's, he's accompanying a team. Yes. The, up Everest? Or yes. part of yeah, Everest part anyway. Of Everest, I think. Uh, they're getting told to turn back due to this weather there's issue. A, there's a storm coming. Yeah. Um, and then he basically, he calls his editor. He goes later that day, I yep. assume. Back in back, Kathmandu. But they're back down on ground level. <laughs> I guess, is it ground level when the mountain's still ground, technically? <laughs> sea level. Yes. Well, closer to sea level. Yeah, when they're back down in the pub, basically. They're in a bar. He's calling his editor. Um, he's worried that all his pictures suck. He's having a crisis um, of confidence yeah, in like, Fukamachi. I'm not getting good photos. There's no yeah. good story here with these guys. I'm not enjoying it. Like, yeah, we've had to turn back. I'm not happy with the photos. I don't... What? What's my life? Yeah. And whilst he's talking on the phone, some guy comes up to him and tries to sell him a camera. Said ye olde looking camera. And he turns it away. He's, he's all flustered. He says it's Mallory's phone, camera. Yeah. You and know, the dude who got lost up at Everest. Yeah. So who th- may or may not have been the first person to Yeah. There's this, there's this history of on Everest of yeah. did Mallory reach the summit or not? Nobody knows. We'll never know, probably. Um, that's basically what the basis of this film is, yeah. isn't it? Um, but he turns him away. He gets all flustered. He's, he like, he's trying like, trying to scam me. Yeah, fuck, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, as he leaves the bar later that night, he sees the same guy... Getting beaten up or mugged. mugged in an alleyway. His camera is taken from him. Yeah. This oldie camera. Yeah. By a bigger boy. A bigger boy takes it. And he kind of makes eye contact with this guy afterwards, Fukumachi yeah. does. And there's a... He knows who this guy is. There's a bit is. of recognition in his eye yeah. at this point. He just says, Habu. Yeah. Uh, then we cut to a kid. He's running through some sort of cornfield. And it's, he's climbing, but it's summer. Yeah. It's safe. It's safe climb in the it's summer. A, it's apparently. a lovely grassy knoll yeah. that he's, he's this is, This up. is not Everest that the no. guy's rolling up. Um, and he gets to the peak and watches either a sunrise or a sunset. I couldn't make out which yeah, way the sun was going, one of the two. Um, then we get the bit more history on Mallory. It was 1924 when he went missing on the mountain. Nobody knows if he ever summited. Um, if he did, then great, but we, we'll never know. However, if this camera is real... Yeah, so the, the legend of this camera, and this is this is true, 
Yeah. Uh, you know, it has never been found in yeah. real life. But yeah, they even got Kodak to do some research. Really? And, and they said, if this camera were to be found, it is possible you might be able to get some, wow, some really? pictures off it. Exciting. Uh, because no one knows if, if Mallory actually made it to the top if he and if he died on the way up or on the way down. Imagine if he got to the top and just didn't take any pictures. Yeah. <laughs> Which... It was snowing. I couldn't be bothered to get all the camera. Well, not for nowadays, wouldn't it? It'd be yeah. like selfies all over the place. But like... <laughs> Yeah, you'd know for definite. Yeah. Straight to the cloud. <laughs> um, but by this point now, Fukumachi's convinced that that was the camera and he's made an error by turning it away when he had the opportunity. And he's, so he's back in a meeting with his editor and he, yeah. he says, I think I saw this Habu guy. Yeah. Um, and we start to learn the history of this guy. He was an awesome climber. Yeah. A young prodigy. Yeah, best climber uh, in the world. Who, who disappeared. Yeah, he went missing a few years ago. So, Fukumachi thinks he might have a new sto- his new story. Yeah. So, if I found this Habu guy, Habu Joji, and he has got this camera, yeah, then this is the ultimate climbing story in the history of climbing stories. Um, and then we cut to Habu. We kind but of, it's a flashback. It's a flash. Yeah, there's a lot of time jumping in this. But I wouldn't say I'd worked out what was happening. I liked how it was set yeah. out. So, so basically, the that we're not jumping perspective we're but we just don't know it yet we're we're still following Fukamachi yeah. but he is reading up on the history of Habu yeah through he's in the library isn't he so yeah. through news articles, articles magazines and and what we're saying is that but realized as a flashback so this it's a film with two halves this film the first half is the establishment of these two characters yeah it's getting to know and meeting these two guys and literally finding out everything you need to know about them. And then in the second half, they come together. Yeah. And we'll get to that. Um, so we cut to Habu and he's got his team of climbers and they find out that they've got a sponsor to go to Everest. However, the sponsor is only prepared to give half of the money. Sure. And so some of the poorer members of this crew can't go. Yeah, they and can't, can't Habu, fund it. Is one of the poorer members of this. Yeah, despite group. being the most talented yep. climber, he can't afford he can't to go on this afford expedition. To go to, uh, this expedition, so he gets a bit down and depressed by that. He goes out to drinking with his climbing partner. Yeah, who is not as passionate about climbing as Habu. Yeah. I think it's fair to say. Yeah, he's more of a assistant. He's also it? got a growing, I presume, a burgeoning business career because yeah. he keeps walking into a posh tower block with the <laughs> yeah, suit on absolutely um so uh, but habu comes to the realization that they need to get famous yeah because if they get famous as climbers they will get a sponsorship and they'll be able to go and do whatever realize this dream of climbing to, yeah. everest that he's always had so he decides he needs to climb the demon wall but in winter yeah which has never been done before this is his this is how he's going to make himself famous and you know, we're, but we're back to season one of Bottom of the Street. Yeah, the 100%. Demon Wall is very Dawn Wallish. Yeah, it is. It's a sheer rock face. Except it's icy. It's, it's winter. Icy. And it's fucking massive. Yeah, it's huge. And he's going to do it. He's not going to solo it. He's going to do it with this... I can't remember his partner's name. No, but no one's, no one's done this in winter. No one's done this route before. Yeah, so he exactly. thinks, this is my way to fame. And then we get a bit of a montage of them doing it. They nail it. And they nail it. They do it. They, they both get to the top. And that's how we meet Habu. Uh, we then cut back to Fukumachi. Um, he's determined he's going to find Habu. Then we go back to Habu. So we, the, the first half of this film, we cut in between the two of them. He, the, 
people are talking in the bar about his accomplishments. He started to get some notoriety. He, he is, but he's also getting some negativity from it. So because he's a bastard. Yeah, basically. Because he's he's sitting down with his his climbing buddies or club or whatever, and yeah. and Habu basically has just got this ego. Yeah. And he he sells his climbing partner absolutely down the river. Yeah, hundred percent. He's like, well, I I went first. Yeah. I plotted the route. Yeah. He just followed behind me. I basically did it all on my own. Yeah. That's what he says. Right while his his mate is sitting next to him. Yeah. Yeah. These guys just there, yeah. just taking all that in. People are claiming that he was lucky that he got lucky on the day or whatever, and he's like, it wasn't luck. It's just the skill. Um, Inuway is his partner. Yeah. Um, he doesn't look happy. He's not. He doesn't look like he's impressed with Habu's. This, I mean, this guy has done this as well, alongside Habu, but he isn't getting the credit for it. And then they get they t- they start having a discussion about what would you do if your partner got into trouble on the on a mountain. Yeah, and Habu's like, I'd cut him. Yeah, I'd cut him loose. Cut I, him loose. I, I, I can't. And I'd want someone to do the way. same to me. Yeah, if if I got into trouble and there was no other option, cut him off and kill him. Yeah, that's what he says. Um, and then on his way out of that bar, another. Famous climber approaches it. Well, a, a young... Potentially wants well, yeah. to be a famous climber. Uh, this is Hase. Yeah. Um, I liked this because you see, we don't listen to the whole story, but we get like a, a montage of uh, Habu animatedly telling his tale. Yeah, basically, this, this, this guy man. wants to learn everything yeah. he can from Habu. So Habu just stands outside this bar and teaches him his life story. And there's like a time-passing montage. Yeah, they're out there. We see him hours. gesticulating. Yeah. And he gets the full story. Um, and then at the end of the story, he, this, what was the guy's name? Hase. Hase. He announces that he's going to attempt the demon wall. On his own. On his own, which would surpass Habu's yeah. achievement. He'd be old news. Yeah, he'd be old news. Um, cut to, a, I presume, a, some time later. Yeah. Habu has the radio on whilst he's working out. And the story tells of this guy achieving his mission of climbing the demon wall. He's done it. He's alone. the new star of climbing. Yeah. He has achieved this mission of uh, climbing the demon wall alone. He's on radio. He's on all the climbing magazines. Yeah. Climbing's pretty big in this movie. <laughs> I mean, we're in the climbing bubble. Yeah. But, you know, he's all over the place, Hase. Yeah, he is. Uh, Habu is not happy. And um, we find out at this point as well that Habu is working on a building site. Yeah, he's got his construction job to yeah, make ends meet, I suppose. Trying to make some money. Um, but he wants some time off to go climbing. And he gets refused, so he quits. Yeah. Quits his job. But his climbing partner won't come out of his office. Yep. When Habu's waiting for him, presumably to try and convince him to join him on the next track. Yeah. Because uh, he was a shit to him. Yeah, exactly. And then Fukimachi in the next scene is interviewing Inoue. Yeah. Because he's now trying to track down Abu by going to... Yeah, no one... Wait, he's trying to work out, was this... Did I see this guy in that alleyway? Yeah, where is he? Where is Who he? is he? What's he been up to for the last few years? Um, Inoue basically reveals that he quit. He hasn't climbed. He quit climbing because... Abu was selfish. He doesn't do it anymore. Yeah. He's a not a team player. He's not a team player. Couldn't trust him. Um, cut back to Abu. Abu is loading his car up, ready to go on a climbing mission. He's going to do some climbing. And there's this kid who he knows or potentially knows. Yeah. I there's presume he was just lived on the lives same, locally. same street. And this kid whatever. wants to go with him. He idolizes Abu. He yeah, wants, he's like, give me a chance. Like, I want to learn from yeah, you. Yeah, let me be your partner. Yeah. You don't have a partner. You can't do it alone. Let me come with you. I'll learn some stuff from you. So Abu is reluctant, but eventually he does let him. Yeah. He's like, yep, yeah, come with me. I, I do need somebody. You're right. And they start climbing together. There's a montage, basically, of them climbing. It looks great. Again, this, yeah, it's, it's, it's summer. It's beautiful. Again, you know, looks just looks magnificent. Yeah. And Abu's taking the lead again, and the kid's kind of following in his footsteps. 
Um, they go with this ridge, which is difficult. You have to have like ladders and everything to get through it, and they get through it. Um, and then disaster strikes. I guess is what you would say. Yeah. Because the kid, because the kid slips and falls. Yes. Whilst he's holding Abu's rope, and he's now suspended from basically from Abu, but hanging over the, this ridge. Yeah. From his rope, and it's quite. Tense. The scene. I thought it was very tense. The I... bit, the bit when Habu has to, because the, uh, the like, <laughs> crampons start to <laughs> slip. Yeah, the, and the, the the thing that's holding them both up basically. And he has to quickly put a hammer another couple in to yeah. reattach them, just as they're starting to sort yeah, of slip the, down. Was the... really intense. Yeah, I, I agree. They're both. Um, they're both in danger at that point. I was on the edge of my seat for this scene. Yeah. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I was like, this is thrilling. And the kid's just dangling there. He can't help himself. He can't tie himself off anywhere. Yeah. Abu isn't strong enough to pull him up. He's, We're basically in this situation. He's hanging by the rope around his stomach. Yeah. So, so he, And he's not near enough the rock face to the, hold on to anything. No, and Abu's not capable of lifting him. Yeah back up Habu's not capable of lifting him so we're basically in this situation we were just talking about in the bar yeah. where Habu said he, if anything happened he would cut somebody loose but does he can he do that is he able to do that yeah in reality first he, he tries a couple of things first he tries to pull this kid up yeah but the rope starts to fray on the edge of the ridge yes so he has to stop that attempt uh, and then Bataro the kid's called okay he passes out yeah, he does. I thought he was dead. I thought, I he, thought gone. he died as well. I was yeah. like, oh, he's maybe because he he, had, he snapped back up. I was like, yeah. oh, maybe he's internally bleeding. And, yeah, you know, I, I thought he's dead. <laughs> no, <laughs> but he wasn't. He wakes because up. He wakes up, and a lot of time has passed. It's night. He's not in a good way. <laughs> no, he's not in a good way. It's night. Night has pa- night has fallen, so which is a dangerous place to be on the side of a wintry mountain at night. I would imagine. Um, he's he's definitely hurt. He can't climb back up. Um, so Abu makes the decision that he's going to have to cut this kid loose. He, he literally starts cutting the rope. Yeah. As he cuts it, the kid also cuts it. Yeah. And the kid cuts himself off from Abu and drops to his death. Yeah, and does. we lose this kid. And it was like, I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's like quite a, it's a scene that is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's like, that's quite a big scene in this, well, it's the biggest scene in this movie. But yeah, it's uh, and it's Hab- Abu is a, there's a montage of him being very sad. Yeah, because he he promised to take him to the Alps. He was gonna yeah. He's, he basically they, they become friends. You know, isn't he? you can be my apprentice. Yeah. So in the next scene, the, we're back down at the bottom. The police are there. There's ambulances there. The kid gets a sheet put over his head and taken into the back of an yeah. ambulance. Um, Abu's being strapped up and bandaged and sorted out. Um, and the kid's sister's there. She's crying. It's all quite intense. Yes, it is. It's yeah. all kicking off. Um, and then we cut back to Fukumachi. He's reading this. And as we said, he's reading all of this in newspapers. So he is, yeah. what we've just seen is all what's happened in Fukumachi's head. Um, so he goes to interview this kid's sister. Yes, she's she's still around. Yep, she's still about. Um, she straight away says, look, I don't blame Abu. It's not his fault. He says my brother didn't have to go. He didn't have to go. He wanted to go. He yeah. idolized Abu. It was his hero. He got the opportunity to climb with him. It's not Abu's fault. Uh, Fukumachi asks her, well, have you have you been in contact with him since? I'm trying yeah. to track him down. I, I, I'm trying to find out what his story is. And, and she says, he gave me some money. Yeah. Uh, and he we did exchange letters yeah. for, for a while yeah. um, after 
after my brother's death. But they stopped around three years ago. Yeah, it's just I, I haven't no heard from he him for three years. I've no idea where he is. Um, the, she says the last I heard he'd gone to Europe because um, he wanted to climb what they call the Winter Trilogy. Yeah, three three faces in the Alps. In the Alps. They didn't. They, they did have names, so I didn't write them all down. And he was going to do that alone. So that's the last she heard. That's the last where she was going. This gives for Komachi another lead to follow. Yeah. Because we end up then taking up the story over in Europe. Yeah. Uh, and he's obviously back on the, the trail here because he finds out that Habu went to try and do these three faces in the Alps. But also, Hase was there at the same time. Oh, was it the same guy? I didn't yeah. pick up that. Okay. Uh, so his rival, who did come to fame, was yeah. trying. they were both trying to complete the same, same thing, thing at, at, the, same at the same time. And Habu was winning. I he believe. was ahead. He was ahead. Yeah. So he was right near the top of the last one. Yeah. And then disaster strikes again and he falls and something breaks, his rope breaks or something. Yeah. And he ends up dangling quite badly injured from this rope. He's got one arm. Yeah. And the other, cause the other one's fucked. Yeah, basically. Um, and and he, he drops both of his picks as well, doesn't he? Yeah, he so, does. So Habu, he's trying to, he needs to climb up to the ridge yeah. where he was or had been earlier. Yeah. Cause that's where his pack is. But he can only use one arm. So he has to climb using his one good arm and then his mouth. Yeah, he's using his teeth to climb. Because he can't climb the rock face because he's got yeah. no pick. So he's having to climb the rope. And so he's using his one good arm and his teeth to climb this rope. Yeah. I, it was cool. <laughs> it was cool as fuck. I'm not going to lie. What a badass. Yeah. And again, night falls. He's still there. He does manage to get to this ridge. He's still there at night. Um, he sees a vision of the dead kid hanging in front of him. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's having like nightmares about it. And he very nearly freezes to death. He does, um, he passes his, out. His hands go all black, he passes out. Um, and then he opens his eyes briefly and he sees a helicopter in the distance. And he gets rescued. It turns out he'd been on there for three days on this rock face. Yeah, three days, five hours. Yeah. And it turns out his rival had saved him. Um, well, his his team had, yeah, put um, put the alarm out yeah. and and helped search. Yeah, and, and found him. Um, but he did manage to lose two fingers. Yeah. Frostbite got him and he lost two of his fingers. Uh, and again, we find out that this just secured Hase as a star. He he yep. did it. He made he all, the, all, the all three faces. And, and again, Habu has denied his fame yeah. and his fortune. And then we find him working in a mountaineering supply shop. Yeah. Not too long afterwards. Um, and then we get a news report of a famous mountaineer who dies on Everest. There's a bottom of the stream news report, even in animated films. It's Hase. Oh, is it Hase? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm not following this film, apparently. So, yeah, he... Um, his, rival, his great rival has died trying to climb the southwest face of Everest yeah. alone. So, and which Abu, no one has ever done. No. Abu owes this guy's life. He's mm. like, this guy saved his life, and now he's dead. Um, and that kind of makes Abu spiral again. Um, we cut back to Fukumachi briefly. Um his editor's basically saying to him, look, forget it, move on. There's no story here. Forget this story. Dead, forget you're Abu. Chasing dead you're not going to find this camera. You're not going to find Abu. Go back to taking your pretty photos. Because Fukamachi's theory is that Abu is gearing up to attempt Hase's, yes. the same as the journey that Hase was killed on. Yeah. Go up this but he figures that's what he's probably trying to yeah. do. And he gets a call. Fukamachi gets a call from the lady he met earlier, the kid's sister. Um, she's found the last letter that she had from Abu. Yep. And it is, it's from Nepal. It was from 
Kathmandu or wherever. It, um, it's, it was a little village just outside. Uh, the, yeah. The closest village to the base camp of Everest Correct, yeah. is where it was addressed from. Uh, she says it's three years old, but there's a chance he's still there. He might just be living there. So um, I liked this next bit. It was a really, I thought it was a, <laughs> as it, as cool as a montage of people packing a suitcase <laughs> can be. Yeah. I thought this was good because it was, it was Habu three years ago. Yeah. Packing to go to Nepal. And Fukumachi now packing to go to Nepal. Yeah. I just thought it was quite cool. And they're both making the same journey to yeah. the same place. Um, and then Fukumachi arrives. He's in Nepal. He's in this little, arrives in this little village. Um, he says... He's doorstepping the locals. Yeah, he is. Doing some proper investigations. He needs to, he needs to know if, if Fukumachi's there. Because Everest, from this village, is a one road and one week's walk to get to the base of Everest. Um, but if he's there, I will find him. That's yeah. what Fukumachi says. So there's a montage. There's a montage of him asking locals, um, showing his photo off. Has anybody seen him? And eventually finds him. He finds this little stone hut Abu's in the middle of nowhere. Abu's got a hut on a hill. Yep, just little thing in the middle of nowhere. And Abu says to him, "What the fuck? What do you Go do? Away. What do you want? Who are you? Go away." Um, so Fukumachi says, "Look, I know Ab- you are. I know you are. I know you were in. I know what you're going to try and do. And yeah, and I know you were in this alleyway a few nights ago, or however long ago." And and he asked him about the camera. He's like, "Do you is this camera a thing? Do you have this camera?" And Abu's not up for this. He's like, "Go away. Yeah. I don't want to talk to you. I'm here to do this alone. This is a very personal journey I'm about to go on." Um, Fukumachi said, "Well, he, at first he says he's retired. Yes, he does. And, and he quickly uh, sort of that that line gets shot down. And, yeah. and Fukumachi says, "Let me climb with you. Yeah. Well, behind you. Yeah, because." If you're going to make it to the top, you need someone to document it. Yeah. You know I'm right. I won't bother you. You yeah. don't have to look after me. I'm because uh, Fukumachi is a skilled climber. Yeah. Um. You know. Just, I'll be behind you. I can take photos. We'll prove that you've done it. Yeah. Ab- you'll finally be famous. Abu's like, no, not happening. Don't yeah. want you to. Fukumachi's like, well, I'm not going anywhere. I'm gonna wait. So here. He basically waits him out. Yeah, he's like again. Just, time passes. Yeah, and this, he just hangs around. Hangs around him. Yeah. Um, nobody has done the south west southwest face of Everest in the winter, and and Abu is now going to try to do it alone. And definitely nobody's ever done it alone. So this is a big, big thing that he's attempting. They've got a gap of, I think he says, he's got to do it in four days, three nights. It's the only way it's possible. He's yeah. he's, he's got like a Sherpa yeah. friend. And is um, and Fukumachi's doing a voiceover again. He's like, "I'm not going to miss this for anything. I'm I'm going to follow him, whether he wants me to follow him or not." And the the guy tells Fukumachi that actually Habu's been prepping for this for eight years. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so they wait. They just wait. They're waiting for a break in the weather. Yeah, because so he can eventually start. talks Habu down. He's like, "Yep, you can come to me, but you must know the rules of an alone climb." And that is no communication. If I get in trouble, you're not helping me. You can't help me. Yeah, look after and yourself. If you get in trouble, I will not come back and help you. Yeah. It's, it's as simple as that. We can't talk. We can't communicate. I'm doing this alone. It's a very personal journey. Um, It's going to take four days and three nights. It's the only way it's possible. Um, and the, We leave in the morning. And we're basically going to leave in the morning, yeah. Um, Abu, the Sherpa meets up with Fukumachi during the night and he's like, you need to know how dangerous this is. Because I don't know if you, you're fully prepared for what you're about to take on. What so does he just, say? So once you're above eight thousand feet, you're in the death zone. Yeah, which sounds something like Squid Game. Your body will it does. Yeah, your body will just start shutting down. Yeah. You will 
you'll get he says you'll get migraines you'll get headaches yeah because they're you not won't know where you are you'll have visions you'll have hallucinations they're not, they're not taking oxygen they're, yeah they're doing it completely unoxygenated equipped yeah and so Fukumachi says to Abby why do you do this and he's like look once you get a taste for this you can't live without it yeah. I, I physically can't not do this I have to do this it's just in my blood and basically he asks again about the camera because Fukumachi's only doing this because he wants this camera he wants the friendship or the recognition from yeah. Abu as well, but he wants this camera. And again, he knows how big a story Mallory's camera could be. Exactly, and he he won't answer. Abu won't answer yeah. the question. He pisses him off even asking about it, and he he doesn't answer any questions. He just says, "Look, we're going tomorrow." Um, so they do, and this we get into kind of like the second phase of this movie now, yeah. because the rest of this movie now is them trying to climb this mountain, and it's it fucking wonderful. Um, so Abo is in the lead. Fukumachi is following, probably what, half a mile behind, taking yeah, good photos. Distance behind. Good distance, taking photos of him from the distance. Um, Fukumachi gets to a crevice in yep. the rock, and you can see footprints on either side. So it's obvious that Abu has had to jump this crevice. Yes. Fukumachi does not look as impressed by that as he uh, as he maybe should be, uh, but he does it. He jumps the crevice. He throws his. Pack it's over. it's really dramatic, and there's there's real tension as to whether he'll make it yeah and then he jumps it and he easily makes it easily <laughs> his feet it. make it yeah alone his head um then he because he's not he's never done anything to this scale before he doesn't he knows he's a good climber but he doesn't know how good a climber he is i suppose he so was up he's learning about himself at the same time he is he's fukumachi climbs because it's his job. job because his job is to follow climbers and take photos. Yeah, and he, and he's been partway up Everest before, so his yeah. skill's not necessarily in question, but it's, his passion yeah. isn't climbing. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. Because then he gets to a sheer ice face. Yeah. That's hundreds of feet high. You just see a little dot you can see a tiny going dot over the top of, of it. Um, yeah, it's Abu in the distance, yeah. just scaling the top. But he does it. Um, Fukumachi gets up. There's a... There's a bit of load of snowfalls on him at the, one point. The sound was great in yeah, this as well. It's not often we sort of talk about the you know the the foley stuff or the the sound, but the 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 noise of snow. Yeah, was great. Yeah. So the footsteps, there's you know snowfall when like you say the snowfalls over here. Yeah. The creaking. Yeah. You can hear the, the earth and the mountain the move, and it's it sounds awesome yeah, it because these these two are alone. Yeah. So this portion of the movie, when it's, you just hear those sounds. And yeah. It, there's no talking great. in the. I thought it was great. There's no talking, pretty much, for the whole of this. There's a few the odd voiceover, but you know, they're not communicating with each other. Yeah. So there's you, no talking you, going. You on. Just the way you just hear the earth move and yeah. creak. It's it's pretty scary, actually. Yeah, absolutely. Um, suddenly, there's a massive avalanche. Yeah. Um, and Fukumachi's about to get caught up in this. He yeah. Habu's out of it. He's yeah, far he's, enough away. He's far he's enough in front. It. So Fukumachi hides behind this rock basically well, he runs he, he runs out, tries to outrun it realises that's not going to work so he has to he takes cover in a yeah, hole, hole basically and this could have been catastrophic it could have killed him but he manages to climb back out of the snow once it's all over and done yeah. with and he gets and he sees a tent ahead of himself as he's done a bit more walking and he can see that Abu's camped out for the night he's done he's done for he, the day uh, Fukumachi is exhausted yeah he's, he's dead on his feet so he can't even pinch his, pitch his own tent. Yeah. He's, that sounds wrong. <laughs> he's, he's that tired. Um, but he does. He pitches his tent right next to um, Abu's tent. And they 
they don't talk again their tents are right next door to each other but they don't communicate yeah. they just go to bed he gets up for a pee in the night and we get a lovely look at all the stars above yeah, everest picture is. yeah it's beautiful and then the next day they set off again the first bit of dialogue for ages comes yep. when habu is on the radio to his guy who's back at base camp who says uh You've got to go quick today. There's a storm. I can't. You, you've got to be at this point by this time. Yeah. So you can shelter because there is a storm. The storm's hit down here and it's on its way up to you. Yeah. Um, this is not good news for Fukumachi because he had a tough day yesterday. It did. It wasn't uh, easy. And he's starting to feel the altitude. Yeah. And he's yeah he's starting to get migraines. He's starting to get visions. He's he's in agony. All his hands are in agony. His feet are in agony. He's yeah. not in a good way. Um. And he gets word word of this storm, and basically they're halfway up a rock face. Yeah. When this storm hits, there's loads of climbing footage before that, but this storm hits them, and he manages to tie himself off, and just stop on the side of this mountain. Yeah. Fukumachi does. Yeah. But Abu keeps. He passes moving. out. Yeah. He does. I, I liked how this was done. So his I thought his altitude sickness was animated really well. Yeah, it was beautiful. You had like, just it was. It's an animated version of like a rush of blood to the head. Yeah, that's all I can say. He's slowly he's, being absorbed by just this redness. He's seen everything in black and red, and it's yeah. it is quite. You can really get the pain that he must be in from and the migraines because it colors. flashes. Yeah, doesn't it? And it's a. I thought it was a really clever visual representation. Yeah, absolutely. Of being in pain. Yeah, it was because everything in this film is white and blue. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you're hit with red and black, and you're like, yeah, I completely see what they were going for there, and yeah. it really, really worked. And he does, he passes out. Abu keeps moving, but he passes out, hanging from the side of this mountain. Um, and the storm sets in. And then when he wakes up, Abu has come to help him. Yeah, he's right. Right, right by next him, to his right face. next to him. He's <laughs> virtually in his face. Um, Fukumachi's like, you can't. We, we agreed that we weren't yeah. going to help each other. You need to leave. Get away from me. I don't want your help. Um, but Abu's Ab- not going to leave him to yeah, die. Abu takes him, takes him through what he needs to do. And yep. he carries this dude up. Like, he scales this sheer rock face. With, with Fukumachi on his on back. His back. Yeah. We've only, he's, this guy's got two fingers yeah. as well, remember. Um, and when Fukumachi wakes up, he's in his tent. Yeah. He's basically been taken They're to in the, the same tent. They've, they've, yeah, they're both in the same tent now. They're still on the rock face, but they're on a little ridge. Yeah. Because uh, Habu says to Fukumachi, oh, draw your legs in. Yeah. Because hanging their legs rocks falling. Yeah. <laughs> and you're going to get beaten. Um, he's like, you need to drink. You need to drink as much as you can because you're dehydrated. You need to sort yourself out. And then Abu says, it ends here. It's impossible. He says, you're going down yeah. tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> well, he basically says, we're done. We can't yeah. do it. It's impossible. I, he says, the, with the time, we, our window's shut. Yeah, we've taken too much time. It can't be We're done. not getting up and down safe. Yeah. You know, so we need done. to, we, yeah. we, we, it's over. We need to go back in the morning. Um, and he actually, t- he says to, tells the story now to Fukumachi of where he found the camera. Yeah. And he's like, it wasn't far from where we are now. It was just a little bit further up. Um, he says, he reveals at this point that he's attempted this multiple times, yeah. but has always failed. Um, and then last winter when he was trying it, he found Mallory's body. And there's a nice image of a dead skeleton climber yeah. in the s- snow. Do you know what? I did a bit of uh, Googling of Mallory. Yeah. And just, just to get up on the, on the story, that real photo yeah. is the same. Really? So, yeah, they said recreation of the actual photo. Wow, where okay. they found him. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. So they did find his body, yeah. but they never found his camera. His camera is as yet unfound, yeah. Okay. 
I didn't know if they'd ever found the body or not. That's interesting. So th- th- that legend is true. No, we don't know for sure if he died on the way up or on the way yeah. down. Wow, that's yeah. fascinating. Um, and Abu says that at this point. He says, look, I found his body. This is where he was. It does. I still don't know if he was coming up or going down. Yeah. Got no idea. Um, but he says, and in a way, it doesn't matter because the the mission, the goal is not summiting Everest. It's, it's carry climbing. on climbing. Carry on climbing. There's a really nice line at the end of the film I'll mention. And so the next morning, Fukumachi's ready to go back down. Abu's coming with him, but Abu is not coming with him. He sends Fukumachi on his own. He's like, go down, sort yourself out, get yourself better. Yeah. I'm not coming. I can't, I cannot quit this climb again, no matter what. I need to do it. And he does. He continues alone. Fukumachi. This is just by the night before telling him it's impossible. It's impossible. It can't be done. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's impossible. Abu continues alone. Fukumachi does make his way down the mountain. So you got a montage of one of them going up, one of them them going going down. down. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's great. And then he eventually does. He reaches the summit. Abu does. And he gets to the top. And it's clear. Yep. And you can see see for miles. He's in in the clouds. Yeah. He's above the clouds. He's in his heaven, I guess. Basically. Um, Fukumachi at this same time this is all happening is reaching base camp and he yep. reaches back to the Sherpa tent um, and the first very first thing he says to the Sherpa is have you heard from him do you know is is he okay has he made it whatever the guy says I haven't spoke to him since yesterday morning yeah on the radio yeah, we're not clear how many days it's taken Fukumachi to get back no. down but some days have passed um, and uh, uh, the, it's and pretty the guys, clear that something's wrong the guy says no, but we've just got to wait. Yeah, we'll wait for him. But we've got, it's going to take, it could take days yeah. for him to come back. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so they do, they wait for him. They, they wait. wait and they wait, wait and they keep waiting. Uh, Fukumachi is, is having his wounds dressed. Yeah. He's, his his hands up. are all messed up. Yeah. Um, after a few days, the Sherpa's like, he's not coming. Yeah. There's no way this guy's coming back. Um, it's been too long. And Fukumachi says, let's just wait one more day. And the Sherpa actually says, there's no point. Yeah. He, he will not have survived this long up there. Um, so they leave together. They, they've got a horse. They leave together with all their equipment. And the guide says to him, he told me to give you this. And he hands him a package. And it's the camera. And a letter. And a letter with a note. And he said, the, base, the note basically says, you won't find the answer here. Uh, but whatever brought you here to me is why I climb. That's why I did it. Right to the end. No regrets. Yeah, climbed right to the end. No regrets. Yeah. And then we cut to Abu's dead body on the side of Everest. Yeah, slowly being covered up by snow. Covered up by snow. I I took from it, although we didn't get absolute confirmation, I took that he just got to the top and sat down. Yeah, basically. He'd not tried to come back down. tried to come back down. No. But also, nobody will ever know if he made it to the top or not. Sure. In the same vein as Maru, because of... Fukumachi had not made it with the camera. Yeah. So because he wasn't right at the top where he died, it was he was a little bit further yeah. down. Um so yeah, it's it's heart wrenching. Fukumachi goes home, um, he goes back home, he develops the camera, he sees the photographs that are on this camera. Yes, he, so he's he's I liked how it was uh left to our imagination if he at that time he was developing the camera from his trip yeah. or or Mallory's. Yeah. Um, I think it was Mallory. I think it was because he he does he does because uh, this line his, his voice over he says I've got I got the answer I was looking for but yeah he it, says I found out what happened to Mallory yeah 
but, but he doesn't tell us. No, we don't. I loved it. it. Yeah, I, I thought it was great. I didn't want to know. At that no. point, I was like, I don't want to know. Yeah, absolutely. Because of what Abu said earlier about it not mattering. Um, he said, his line is, I have the answer I was looking for, but it is not enough. Um, what drives someone to risk their life so unnecessarily, is what he says. Yeah. Um, and he says, now I know there doesn't need to be a reason. The mountains are just a path and the summit is just a step. Once you're there, all is left to do is keep going. And then we cut to Fukamachi climbing at the summit of everest yeah it's basically where he is so he did it yeah and he, then he loves climbing now and then the film ends yeah what do you think oh it's great <laughs> it's wonderful it's, it's, is it's it really wonderful it, i can't tell you enough how beautiful this movie is visually and audio audially yeah it's a masterpiece it's, it's, it's that it much. is proper it's beautiful proper art it really is it really really is it's no there's no cgi here it's all hand drawn hand painted it's beautiful as a visual spectacle it's a masterpiece yeah it's it's that simple and all the audio as well is amazing it is yeah there's a whole probably 15 minutes where nobody talks and you just don't notice you wouldn't know yes yeah, it wasn't like until said, somebody spoke and i was like that's been ages nature sounds somebody <laughs> spoke i think it was the sherpa spoke and i was like that's been a long time since somebody spoke and I, I hadn't even yeah. noticed. It's it's pretty special. There, equally though, it's not what I expected. Agreed. Because I do have another side. I am. I, um, I thought this was just going to be the tale of two dudes trying to get up Everest. Yeah. To be pithy. Yeah. I I wasn't expecting the the sort of narrative drive of this this guy. Yeah. And and all the you know, his failed attempts. And, and the, I wasn't expecting it to be as much of a character study. No, absolutely. I definitely like the second half more than the first half. I, my I, one criticism would be that the story's a little bit convoluted. It, there's a lot going on it's just, and it's and the whole thing is just because he wants this camera. And it's, do, you, do you think that's... <sighs> but it's a very I, minor criticism, but, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I, but I know what you're saying. I think there's something there because this, this movie is so good at... I was so invested in both Fukumachi and Habu. It's created these fantastic original characters. I don't know in the end if it needed the Mallory hook at all. No. The ca- the camera, and I, I accept, you know, look, it's it's nice. It's a true life legend. Yeah. But the rest of this movie is strong enough and written well enough. They doesn't need that. That's exactly what I'm trying to get at. It's a little, it felt a little bit convoluted because there was too much going on there. It, the story of just those our two characters is good enough. Yeah, it is. I think you're right. I think I think it is. And the, the, like you say, the camera's a little bit unnecessary. But it all adds up together. But it just seemed like a lot was going on. Like like you just said, the second half is a lot better than the first half. Infinitely and better. I think the plot device they use of, you know... Uh, Fukumachi reading up in the library as we're seeing the flashback. It again, it taught, just taught me a little while to tune into it, but that, that might be my yeah. fault. But it, it, to, to just tune in no, into the think, structure, yeah, but, the structures are a little bit all over the place in the first half. Yeah, but once they get on that mountain, it's it's relentless and it's beautiful. Oh, it's brilliant! But as soon as they get, it's yeah, just the first bit, half br- lets it down a little bit, but th- this is a very minor. Yeah, very minor. No, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Um. Do you want to hear Ross Cook's review of it? Oh, always. So Ross has left a review on Letterboxd. 
for this film, which he doesn't do very often. He doesn't write many reviews. He reviews every. He gives the star rating to every film he watches. But he has. Re- he's actually written a review. So would you like to hear it? Yeah. He has written a visual spectacle and an auditory treat. I think we've just agreed with that. Have we not? I, I would say so. Um, he's put, I haven't read the manga, so I can't speak to how close it sticks to the story, style, or feel of the source material. But based on the just mo- the just the movie, it's a fantastic to- it's a fantastic tale, very well told. Uh, the pacing is great, splitting the story into two halves. The first learning who the t- two lead characters are, the second being the climb. Both halves are as interesting as the other and work in tandem, telling the story of these two men. Um, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. I think the second half is a lot better. Telling the story of these two men, driven wholly by similar goals, doing away with any lives that exist outside of the goals. The ending is clear pretty much from the beginning. Uh, yeah, that's fair, I think. I don't yeah. think Abby was ever yeah. coming off that mountain. I agree. Um, but it's still an emotional gut punch when it happens. The soundtrack is amazing, sweeping and grand when needed, but also ominous and claustrophobic at times. Definitely going to download and put it in the rotation. Just like the mountains they climbed, this film is scary, but also beautiful. Good. Four and a half stars. Mm, very nice. Mm, indeed. What's the best thing about it? It's 100% the visuals. Yeah. It's just beautiful. I can't put over enough how good it looks. There's not a wasted frame in terms of every, the, the look of this. Every frame, could you could hang on your wall in a yeah. frame. <laughs> it's that beautiful. Yeah, every frame is beautiful. What would you change? I, I think you can tighten up the first half a little. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you can. I think you can just make it a little bit neater. Yeah. It just felt a bit convoluted. Simple but as that. I can it's, live with it. I, yeah, 100%. <laughs> I'm 100% going to live with it. Do you want to talk stream table? Yeah, absolutely. This is going to be an easy conversation, isn't it? Yes. Again, Makes second week. Two in weeks a row. in a row. So two weeks ago, we asked Robin, can we have something that's either terrible or something that's either brilliant? And two weeks... We've now had that. Mm. Robin's not responsible for one of them, but this is number one. Oh, it's the easy. Oodles, oodles ahead. Easily the best thing we've seen this season. <laughs> yeah, so it's far. not even close. Will it be number one by the end? Remains to be seen. Ross has certainly put in a good play for this year's wildcard winner. Look, it's a fantastic marker. Yeah. It's beatable. It's, it's not... I don't think it's... I think it's beatable, definitely. I thought it was great. I agree. Did I love it? Exactly. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I'm very, very fresh off it, though. Yeah. How fresh? I finished it about six hours ago. Oh, really? Today? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Today fresh. So, I I maybe need a couple more days to... I only watched it, it last still night myself, in, so, so. I'm, I'm only 24 hours away from it. Yeah. But... Visually, it's beautiful. It's great. I, I, I do think it's beatable. It's great. But is it is it an all-timer for bottom of the stream? I'm not so sure at the minute. Yeah, that remains to be seen. Yeah. The wildcard race is very much open. Let's put it that way. Sure. It's definitely the best thing we've seen so far. 100%. Easily. It's not even, not even close. All let's see at number two is an insult to this movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. That being said, shall we pick next week's film? Let's do it. See if we can beat it straight off. That's not the right. <laughs> okay. You want to beat it straight off, you do uh, you. Depends who's in it. What would you like? I, I, uh, explosions. Explosions? You always say explosions. I know. I feel like we've I feel like we're missing a horror film from this year's list. Yeah, I think that's a fair I, I shout as we've, well. We've not done a horror for a while. I'd like something scary. Should I press the button? Do it. 
has picked a film called Setup. Okay. Any idea what Setup is? None whatsoever. Okay, let me just look it up on IMD. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> okay. According to IMDb, it's an action crime drama thriller. Oh, good. Love well, an action crime drama. Would you like a synopsis? Yes, please. A group of friends become involved in a potentially deadly diamond heist. We love a heist movie this season. Oh, is that it? Yep. Okay. Says. <laughs> okay. More importantly, would you like a cast list, Nick? Oh, yeah, 100%. It's from 2011. Oh, is it quite old? Going back 11 years for it. Um, Stars a guy who you will know, his name is 50 Cent. Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm I'm definitely on board. Stars another guy whose name you will know. His name is Ryan Felipe. He feels very 2011. (laughs) He does indeed. And also stars Bruce Willis. Okay, welcome back. To the show, Bruce. Hopefully, you can treat us better than you did last time. <laughs> Randy Couture's in it. James Remar's in it. Oh, he's Dexter's dad, wasn't he? He is Dexter's dad, indeed. Yeah. I'm excited. This is happening. That's quite the cast. <laughs> Doing another Willis film, but from 2011. Okay. Do you I know hope... the IMDb rating? Yes. 4.4. Oh. It's a bit better. Okay. So, yeah, go out and check out Setup. And in the meantime, check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd. Our username is at B-O-T-S underscore podcast. Uh, drop us an email if you want to bottom of the stream at gmail.com is the email address and the website is bottom of the stream.com on the website you'll find every episode we've ever recorded you'll find all the stream tables you will find loads of other cool stuff and if you want to buy some merch you can buy it at bottom of the stream he's forgotten again. <laughs> about blanking uh, blanket <laughs> blanket fine I said I'm blanking <laughs> blanket why not I, I think you with, can actually get was, a blanket I was going to go with plant pot because I was just looked out the window oh do you like my plant pot yeah lovely <laughs> thanks um, could yeah. do with the bottom of the stream logo on it I'll stick one on <laughs> <laughs> so after you've done all that head over to patreon patreon got to, dot patreon's got got dot <laughs> patreon.com slash bottom of the stream you will on there for a couple of quid every month you will get early access to episodes you will get bonus episodes you will get a newsletter that Nick writes every month and if you come in at the top level you'll get a wild card which means you can do what Ross has just done and maybe get to the top of the stream that'd be nice wouldn't it it would and then after you've done all of that head into the discord the discord link will be in the show notes the discord is a great place to hang out there's loads of cool people in there we have watch alongs we play games we do all sorts of cool stuff so come and join that the discord link will be in the note show notes please do it is a good time it is we had a great time watching robert on sunday we're definitely gonna do more watch alongs We've got some other ideas in the melting pot too. Hop in the Discord. Also, if you've got a few minutes, please leave us a review. Anywhere you can review or rate podcasts. That could be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Podbean, Podchaser. Anywhere you find podcasts, we're at all of those places. And it really helps give our show a bit of a boost and find some lovely new people for us to make (laughs) friends with. It does indeed. It's great. Yeah. And when you've done all of that, Go and watch Setup. And we'll come back on Monday for The Wave and next Thursday to talk to you about that film. Cheers. Bye.